The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's true, Lent is well underway. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Thursday, February 15th, 2024, the Thursday after Ash Wednesday. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle two, and Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the rosary. Our saint today is Saint Jordan. Jordan of Saxony received his Bachelor of Divinity degree at Paris. He met Saint Dominic there, and in 1220 became a Dominican. He was elected prior provincial of Lombardy the next year, and in 1222, on the death of Dominic, he was elected second Master General of the Dominicans. He expanded the order and sent missionaries to Denmark and frequently preached at universities to young adults. St. Albert the Great became a Dominican after hearing one of his sermons. He was on his way to the Holy Land in 1237 when his ship was wrecked on the coast of Syria and all aboard perished. St. Jordan of Saxony, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. God, you know the desires of our hearts for authentic peace, justice, and love. I offer you my prayers, thoughts, words, actions, joys, and sufferings today, together with Jesus, who continues to offer himself to us in the Eucharist, who continues to reveal himself to us in the poor, the oppressed, the marginalized, the unborn, the most vulnerable in our world. May your Holy Spirit be my guide and strength today so that I may be a witness to your love, your justice, and your peace, and to the sanctity of each human life. Together with Mary, our mother, sister, and friend, she who carried the Savior in her womb, with all the communion of saints, and with all of us who offer ourselves to you for the good of others today, we pray, amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that those with a terminal illness and their families receive the necessary physical and spiritual care and accompaniment. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. My Lord Jesus Christ, I start this time of prayer Thursday after Ash Wednesday, and I can't but help recalling something that happened to me some years ago as a recently ordained priest. It was the first time that I was going to celebrate the Ash Wednesday Mass, and uh, I wasn't sure about how people wanted the crosses imposed on their heads. Bear in mind that I had been in Europe, particularly in Rome, for some years. And uh, during those years, I saw a different kind of custom where on Ash Wednesday, the priest would sprinkle the ashes on the foreheads of people. 
And yet I had come from another tradition where I knew that crosses were imposed, were traced on the foreheads of the, those who lined up for the imposition of the ashes. And so I set out at 7 a.m. by car with this doubt. I was going to celebrate the Ash Wednesday Mass for about 400 primary school girls. And I wasn't sure how I was going to make those crosses. And then as I passed the Catholic Church, I saw droves of Catholics coming out of that church with massive crosses traced out on each of their foreheads. I thought, okay, this is how people like it here. And so I will always recall that day, the moment when called the girls forward, there was another priest helping me, so we, each of us were going to impose uh, the ashes on the foreheads of 200 little girls. And from what I had seen from the Catholics coming out from that church, I started tracing out these massive crosses on those little foreheads, repeating those words, remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. And the next one, remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. The next, remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Something that touched me a lot, my Lord, because certainly I had never done that before. 200 times repeat, remember that you are dust. And it helped me to remember that I am dust. To dust that I shall return. As I traced the sign of the cross on the foreheads of each of those girls who came forward. And why was the cross traced out on our foreheads yesterday? So many Christians flock to church, some outstanding Catholics who never entered the church, maybe even entered yesterday to have the ashes imposed in the sign of the cross. Because the sign of the cross is the sign of every Christian. I came into this world and my identity was marked at that moment when a priest poured water over my forehead and said, and I baptize you, and so, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And on Ash Wednesday, the same gesture, on our foreheads using ash. Pope Francis, two years ago on Ash Wednesday, said that the ashes remind us that worldliness is like the dust that is carried away by a slight gust of wind. Lent is the time granted us by the Lord to be renewed, to journey towards the things that do not pass away. Consider today's gospel in which, Jesus, you speak to your disciples and you speak to me. If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. You, Jesus, do not force me to carry the cross. It's an invitation. If anyone wishes to come after me. And here now, Lord, in my prayer, I say, yes, I do wish to come after you, and I want to be your disciple, to surrender myself to you, to surrender myself to whatever suffering you desire for me, to take up my cross. What is my cross today and now? It could very well be an unexpected suffering. Maybe I'm in a traffic jam. Am I getting cheesed off? As in the 
city I live in, I face traffic jams left, right and center every day. And the only thing that I've concluded after being cheesed off several times is that I can only move as fast as the car in front of me is moving. It doesn't matter if I have a Ferrari or one of the latest models of Tesla cars. I can't move faster than the car that's in front of me. So that could be a moment for me to mutter and stutter, moan and groan, whine and pine. But it doesn't really make sense. If anyone wishes to come after me, must deny himself and take up his cross daily. That's the invitation. Whoever loses his life, my sequels, will save it. And I found a very useful mobile device that helps me not to mutter and stutter and groan and moan and whine and pine. It's called the Ring Rosary. Pull it out and you end up saying a decade of rosary that frees me from anger. And there I am, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. This is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Maybe sometimes it lasts a decade or two or three or four or more. Maybe I'm in another sort of a jam that I don't feel the presence of God. Can I take consolation from the lives of the saints? Saint Teresa of Calcutta endured this lack of feeling for close to 50 years. 5-0. Jesus, help me to lose myself like Saint Teresa of Calcutta. Pick up my cross with resilience. Pray and reach out to others. I know that I want to lose my life for your sake and I will find life. What are the other sorts of jams that crop up unexpectedly? Misunderstandings with my family? Being cold-shouldered by a friend? That nagging feeling that I'm just not getting anywhere? Be in my spiritual life, or in my studies, in my work? Or it could just be a bout of flu that sprung out of the blue? Whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. The notion of Christian sacrifice, mortification, is that I lose my life. I die to myself for you, Jesus. Do I see the cross in my jams? In those different jams that come across unexpectedly. Do I see you beckoning me? If you wish to come after me, take up your cross. Yes, my traffic jam, dark night of the soul, that flu that cropped up out of the blue. Let's go ask Jesus to help us carry our cross in our flesh, in our mind, but only then will I live for you, Christ, and in Christ, only then will I be your apostle. I'm reminded of Pedro Ballester, young student who died at the age of 21 after a three-year battle and at times intensely painful cancer of the pelvis. That didn't take his joy away. He sought to reach out to his friends in his pain. One afternoon, meeting a bunch of his friends, he wanted to have a one-to-one -one conversation with each of them. And he asked, he turned to one of them and said, are you happy? To which the lad answered, yes, I am, Pedro, and are you? Pedro answered, taking into account, after three years of suffering and aware of how close he was to death, Pedro said, I have never been happier. Well, if you'd like to know more about Pedro's life, just Google, I've never been happier, Pedro Ballester. I've included the link. In this podcast, you can check the YouTube documentary. But with your grace, Lord Jesus, I will see the cross in my jams and I will be renewed. I will discover and accept your invitation 
to take up my cross with a smile, a smile that comes from a growing conviction that when I lose myself for your sake, I will find happiness. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. And of course, there's a lot more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. We'll begin this day of prayer in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On the Thursday after Ash Wednesday, some calendars will show this as Lent Week Zero. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin this liturgical day joining in prayer with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my mouth will proclaim your praise. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon the earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, Harden not your hearts. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples. You guide the nations on earth. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God, our God, has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing till the ends of the earth revere him. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Glory Glory to the the Father, and to the the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts.
Their own strength could not save them. It was your strength and the light of your face. Their Their own strength could not save them. It It was was your strength and the light of your face. We heard with our own ears, O God. Our fathers have told us the story of the things you did in their days, you, yourself, in days long ago. To plant them you uprooted the nations. To let them spread you laid peoples low. No sword of their own won the land. No arm of their own brought them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face. For you loved them. It is you, my King, my God, who granted victories to Jacob. Through you, we beat down our foes. In your name, we trampled our aggressors. For it was not in my bow that I trusted, nor yet was I saved by my sword. It was you who saved us from our foes. It was you who put our foes to shame. All day long our boast was in God, and we praised your name without ceasing. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. Amen. Their Their own strength could not save them. It was was your strength and the light of your face. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Turn Turn back back to the Lord. He will will not hide his face. Yet now you have rejected us, disgraced us. You no longer go forth with our armies. You make us retreat from the foe, and our enemies plunder us at will. You make us like sheep for the slaughter, and scatter us among the nations. You sell your own people for nothing, and make no profit by the sale. You make us the taunt of our neighbors, the laughingstock of all who are near. Among the nations you make us a byword, among the peoples a thing of derision. All day long my disgrace is before me. My face is covered with shame at the voice of the taunter, the scoffer, at the sight of the foe and avenger. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Arise, Lord. Do not abandon us forever. Arise, Lord. Do not abandon us forever. This befell us that we had not forgotten you, that we had not been false to your covenant, though we had not withdrawn our hearts, though our feet had not strayed from your path. Yet you have crushed us in a place of sorrows and covered us with the shadow of death. Had we forgotten the name of our God or stretched out our hands to another God? Would not God have found this out, he who knows the secrets of the heart? It is for you, 
we face death all day long and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, O Lord, why do you sleep? Arise, do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our oppression and misery? For we are brought down low to the dust. Our body lies prostrate on the earth. Stand up and come to our help. Redeem us because of your love. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it, it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, is now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you foretold that we would share in the persecutions that brought you to a violent death. The church formed at the cost of your precious blood has even now conformed to your passion. May it be transformed now and eternally by the power of your resurrection. Arise, Lord, do not abandon us forever. Whoever meditates on the law of the Lord will bring, bring forth much fruit at harvest time. A reading from the book of Exodus. These are the names of the sons of Israel who, accompanied by their households, migrated with Jacob into Egypt. Reuben, Simeon, Levi and Judah, Issachar, Zebulun and Benjamin, Dan and Naphtali, Gad and Asher. The total number of the direct descendants of Jacob was seventy. Joseph was already in Egypt. Now Joseph and all his brothers and that whole generation died. But the Israelites were fruitful and prolific. They became so numerous and strong that the land was filled with them. Then a new king who knew nothing of Joseph came to power in Egypt. He said to his subjects, Look, how numerous and powerful the Israelite people are growing, more so than we ourselves. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them to stop their increase. Otherwise, in time of war, they too may join our enemies to fight against us, and so leave our country. Accordingly, taskmasters were set over the Israelites to oppress them with forced labor. Thus they had to build for Pharaoh the supply cities of Pithom and Ramses. Yet the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and spread. The Egyptians then dreaded the Israelites and reduced them to cruel slavery, making life bitter for them with hard work in mortar and brick and all kinds of fieldwork, the whole cruel fate of slaves. The king of Egypt told the Hebrew midwives, one of whom was called Shipra and the other Puah, When you act as midwives for the Hebrew women and see them giving birth, if it is a boy, kill him. 
but if it is a girl, she may live. The midways, however, feared God. They did not do as the king of Egypt had ordered them, but let the boys live. So the king summoned the midwives and asked them, Why have you acted thus, allowing the boys to live? The midwives answered Pharaoh, The Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women. They are robust and give birth before the midwife arrives. Therefore God dealt well with the midwives. The people too increased and grew strong. And because the midwives feared God, he built up families for them. Pharaoh then commanded all his subjects, Throw into the river every boy that is born to the Hebrews, but you may let all the girls live. The word of the Lord. Thanks 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 be be to God. The Lord said to Abraham, Know this for certain, your children will be exiles in a land not their own enslaved and oppressed for four hundred years. Then I will punish the nation that enslaved them. I am the Lord, your Savior and Redeemer. Then I will punish the nation that enslaved them. From a sermon by St. Leo the Great, Pope. Dear friends, at every moment the earth is full of the mercy of God, and nature itself is a lesson for all the faithful in the worship of God. The heavens, the sea, and all that is in them bear witness to the goodness and omnipotence of their Creator, and the marvelous beauty of the elements as they obey Him demands from the intelligent creation a fitting expression of its gratitude. But with the return of that season marked out in a special way by the mystery of our redemption and of the days that lead up to the Paschal Feast, we are summoned more urgently to prepare ourselves by a purification of spirit. The special note of the Paschal Feast is this. The whole church rejoices in the forgiveness of sins. It rejoices in the forgiveness not only of those who are then reborn in holy baptism, but also of those who are already numbered among God's adopted children. Initially, men are made new by the rebirth of baptism, yet there is still required a daily renewal to repair the shortcomings of our mortal nature. And whatever degree of progress has been made, there is no one who should not be more advanced. All must therefore strive to ensure that on the day of redemption, no one may be found in the sins of his former life. Dear friends, what the Christian should be doing at all times should be done now with greater care and devotion so that the Lenten fast enjoined by the apostles may be fulfilled, not simply by the abstinence from food, but above all by the renunciation of sin. There is no more profitable practice as a companion to holy and spiritual fasting than that of almsgiving. 
This embraces, under the single name of mercy, many excellent works of devotion, so that the good intentions of all the faithful may be of equal value, even where their means are not. The love that we owe both God and man is always free from any obstacle that would prevent us from having a good intention. The angel saying, Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. The person who shows love and compassion to those in any kind of affliction is blessed, not only with the virtue of goodwill, but also with the gift of peace. The works of mercy are innumerable. Their very variety brings this advantage to those who are true Christians, that in the manner in the matter of almsgiving, not only the rich and affluent, but also those of average means and the poor are able to play their part. Those who are unequal in their capacity to give can be equal in the love within their hearts. This time of fasting opens the gates of heaven to us. Let us welcome it and pray that That when when Easter Easter comes, comes, we we may may share the joy of the risen Lord. In all we do, let us show that we are the servants of God. That That when when Easter Easter comes, we we may share the joy of the risen Lord. Let us pray. Prompt our actions with your inspiration, we pray, O Lord, and further them with your constant help, that all we do may always begin from you and by you be brought to completion through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord tells us just what it will take to be a follower of His in today's Gospel coming up in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday, February 15, 2024. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord talks about sacrifice, specifically taking up your own cross. It's from the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. If any man would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake, he will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Let's face it, without sacrifice, there is no Christianity. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. 
Lent began yesterday, and the Gospel of today's Mass reminds us that if we are to follow Christ, we have to carry our own cross. And he said to all, If any man would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Our Lord, addressing himself to all men, speaks of the daily cross, and these words of Jesus retain their fullest value. There are words spoken to all men who want to follow him. There is no such thing as a Christianity without the cross, designed for soft Christians with no sense of sacrifice. Our Lord's words state a condition that is absolutely necessary. Whoever does not take up his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. A Christianity from which we tried to remove the cross of voluntary mortification and penance under the pretext that these practices are the remains of the Dark Ages or of an outworn medieval era, quite inappropriate for a modern humanistic age, would be an insipid Christianity, a Christianity in name only. It would not have kept intact the doctrine of the Gospels, nor would it serve to induce men to follow in Christ's footsteps. It would be a Christianity without the redemption, without salvation. One of the clearest symptoms of lukewarmness having entered into a soul is precisely such an abandoning of the cross, a contempt for little mortifications, a scorning of anything that in some way involves sacrifice and self-denial. On the other hand, to flee from the cross is to turn one's back on holiness and joy, because one of the fruits of the mortified soul is just this capacity to relate to God and other people, and also a profound peace, even in the midst of tribulations and external difficulties. The person who abandons mortification is inevitably ensnared by his senses and becomes incapable of any supernatural thought. There is no progress in the interior life without a spirit of sacrifice and mortification. St. John of the Cross says that if few people reach a high state of union with God, it is because so many do not want to. And the same saint writes, And if anyone wants one day to possess Christ, never let him seek him without the cross. We should not forget then that mortification is closely related to joy and that when our heart is purified, it becomes humbler, so that it can have closer dealings with God and other people. This is the great paradox of Christian mortification. It would seem that accepting and furthermore seeking suffering ought to cause good Christians in practice to be the saddest of people, the men who have the worst time of it. The reality is quite different. Mortification only produces sadness when there is in its practice too much selfishness and a lack of generosity and love of God. Sacrifice always brings with it joy in the midst of pain, the happiness of knowing that we are fulfilling God's will and of making the effort to love Him. Good Christians live as though they were sad, but really always filled with joy. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's continue praying now. We join the whole church, and we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father and to the Son 
and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. daybreak, be merciful to me, O Lord. At At daybreak, be merciful to me, O Lord. Lord, listen to my prayer. Turn your ear to my appeal. You are faithful. You are just. Give answer. Do not call your servant to judgment, for no one is just in your sight. The enemy pursues my soul. He has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me dwell in darkness, like the dead, long forgotten. Therefore my spirit fails. My heart is numb within me. I remember the days that are past. I ponder all your works. I muse on what your hand has wrought, and to you I stretch out my hands. Like a parched land, my soul thirsts for you. Lord, make haste and answer, for my spirit fails within me. 
do not hide your face lest I become like those in the grave. In the morning let me know your love, for I put my trust in you. Make me know the way I should walk. To you I lift up my soul. Rescue me, Lord, from my enemies. I have fled to you for refuge. Teach me to do your will, for you, O Lord, are my God. Let your good spirit guide me in ways that are level and smooth. For your name's sake, Lord, save my life. In your justice, save my soul from distress. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, early in the morning of your resurrection, you made your love known and brought the first light of dawn to those who dwell in darkness. Your death has opened a path for us. Do not enter into judgment with your servants. Let your Holy Spirit guide us together into the land of justice. At daybreak, be merciful to me, O Lord. The Lord will make a river of peace flow through Jerusalem. The Lord will make a river of peace flow through Jerusalem. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad because of her, all you who love her. Exalt, exalt with her, all you who were mourning over her. Oh, that you may suck fully on the milk of her comfort, that you may nurse with delight at her abundant breasts. For thus says the Lord, Lo, I will spread prosperity over her like a river, and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing torrent. As nurslings you shall be carried in her arms and fondled in her lap. As a mother comforts her son, so will I comfort you. In Jerusalem you shall find your comfort. When you see this, your heart shall rejoice and your bodies flourish like the grass. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. The Lord will make a river of peace flow through Jerusalem. Let us joyfully praise the Lord our God. Let us us joyfully praise the Lord our God. Praise the Lord, for He is good. Sing to our God, for He is loving. To him our praise is due. The Lord builds up Jerusalem and brings back Israel's exiles. He heals the brokenhearted. He binds up all their wounds. He fixes the number of the stars. He calls each one by its name. Our Lord is great and almighty. His wisdom can never be measured. The Lord raises the lowly. He humbles the wicked to the dust. O sing to the Lord, give thanks. Sing psalms to our God with the harp. 
He covers the heavens with clouds. He prepares the rain for the earth, making mountains sprout with grass and with plants to serve man's needs. He provides the beasts with their food and young ravens that call upon him. His delight is not in horses, nor his pleasure in warriors' strength. The Lord delights in those who revere him, in those who wait for his love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. God our Father, great builder of the heavenly Jerusalem, you know the number of the stars and call each of them by name. Heal hearts that are broken, gather together those who have been scattered, and enrich us all from the plenitude of your eternal wisdom. Let, Let us, us joyfully praise the Lord our God. A reading from First Kings. We are your people and your inheritance, O Lord. May your eyes be open to the petition of your servant and to the petition of your people Israel. Hear us whenever we call upon you, because you have set us apart among all the peoples of the earth for your inheritance. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. From those who would trap me with lying words. And from the hunter's snare. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. If anyone wishes to be my disciple, he must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me, says the Lord. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. If anyone wishes to be my disciple, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me, says the Lord. 
God has revealed Himself in Christ. Let us praise His goodness and ask Him from our hearts. Remember Remember us, us, Lord, for for we we are are your children. children. Teach us to enter more deeply into the mystery of the Church. That it may be more effective for ourselves and for the world as the sacrament of salvation. Remember Remember us, Lord, for for we we are are your children. Lover of mankind, inspire us to work for human progress. Seeking to spread your kingdom in all we do. Remember Remember us, Lord, for we are your children. May our hearts thirst for Christ, the fountain of living water. Remember us, Lord, for we are your children. Forgive us our sins. And direct our steps into the ways of justice and sincerity. Remember us, Lord, for we are your children. And to these intercessions, we pause to add the prayer of our own hearts. Remember us, Lord, for we are your children. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Prompt our actions with your inspiration, we pray, O Lord, and further them with your constant help, that all we do may always begin from you and by you be brought to completion. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. It's Lent. Stay the course. Morning Air is coming up with John and Glenn in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. Patrick Conley a little bit later yet with the inner life. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.